0: again i can't wait hello everybody it's me naomi that's not important tonight we are talking about survivor new york veterans versus contenders episode 7 the most dramatic episode yet i am here joined by the host our lord and savior it's chris lord how are you
1: i'm great so excited for this one Mm -hmm. i say that every week but yeah this one is a very exciting one for sure
0: this this episode brought and, and can you imagine all of us at midnight just being like oh my god shit is hitting the fans so hard this is like only <laughs> day one but joining us to talk about the chaos he wasn't there so we get to hear all of the opinions it's ben from what could get everything but also from season one ben what's going on how are you
2: i'm doing great i'm glad to be here i'm glad to talk about uh, this very fun season so far a uh, very fun episode to be talking about. I think there's a lot to a lot to get into.
0: <laughs> oh, we have so much to talk about, and thank goodness he's here to talk about it with us. It's <laughs> Dresden, the Instagram <laughs> icon himself. Dresden, how are you? Everyone's dying to know.
3: I'm good. Um, I, I'm. It's been pretty good. It's been about almost like two years yeah. since. We were there playing the, well, playing the game, and y'all were production, and it was, uh,
0: so. it, it, it Two years, <laughs> it's crazy that the season's even coming out, but that's uh, my favorite part of the season is people getting to see the people that we cast, who we're friends with, and getting to be fans of you. And I think, Dresden, you have a lot of fans because people really enjoyed your presence <laughs> on this season. Um how was it to kind of see everybody talking about you and being so excited about you on the show?
3: It was a little at first it was a little overwhelming just because I didn't expect to get the responses I did. I mean, I it's um it's evident that I am a like a country boy, well not really a country boy, but a boy that lives in the south going to take a risk and playing Survivor with a bunch of New Yorkers, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, the fact that people were able to see where I was coming from during my journey of the game, it it was overwhelming, but I am grateful for the responses that I did get. Mm-hmm. And I, I made people proud. <laughs>
1: or try you did i think you did i i I think what's really great about your journey is like you could tell from the very beginning like confessionals were very quiet you were a little bit nervous you're a little bit intimidated um uh, but as the game went on i feel like you kind of like opened up a lot uh, more and you just felt more comfortable as a person as a player with all these strangers and you know, what's interesting for you is specifically is that this was a true survivor experience. You did not know a single person going in the game. So it really was like that true, like grit survivor game for you. And I think you did great.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so uh, I, Dresden, you found us off Instagram and you like took the chance to come play um, first of all, Ben, I want to know if you would ever apply to a game you saw on Instagram or, like, how much courage that <laughs> game, that takes for someone to do, because I thought it was the most insane thing I'd ever heard of, and I loved it.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe not off of Instagram. I know you guys got people off of Reddit as well. Uh, I think, like, Emily from Season 3 got him off of Reddit. Yeah. Something like that. um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't, I don't think I would ever... Maybe, like, off Facebook is usually where the games I've found in the past. Uh, but, yeah, usually uh, when it comes to live reality games, uh, I just have people like Chris calling me up uh, the night before saying, hey, do I have an extra slide
3: you want to come out and play? That's true. <laughs> so to give everyone, like, the scoop of, like, what happened. So it was just – I think I was, like – just enjoying a day off of work. I was bored. I think um, I forgot what season of Survivor was airing at the time, but I wanted to see like if anybody like posted anything about it. So like I put hashtag Survivor in my search engine of um, on Instagram, and then I saw this post of Survivor New York, and uh, it was like a game, uh, a actual LRG that takes place in New York, and they were casting at the time and i was like i kind of want to do that that sounds like a lot of fun so i applied had an interview with naomi and then now i'm sitting here with you guys because i played the game (laughs) Yes,
0: i i had to tell you the first of all i'm so glad to know that me hashtagging the post like survivor 38 like worked you know what i mean like thank god that worked for something but also i the minute i got off the call with you i like messaged chris and i was like Dresden's on the cast like there's no question about it like you got it like make sure we knew instantly and it was so much fun and I feel like there was always a part of me that was worried that you were going to get a little scared about coming to play it's a huge risk right it's a huge risk to travel and and potentially get voted out first I think is always everyone's biggest fear and I was like we can't lose Dresden like we need to make sure that Dresden comes and plays this season that was always one of my like big fears is that you would like text us two days before and be like I can't come
1: (laughs) yeah I was worried about that too but like your audition tape was just great and I think we just loved the way you talk your accent like it just (laughs) everything about you was just like check mark check mark check mark like right off the bat and it was like instant Everyone else, like, you know, it took maybe like a couple days, no offense or anything, but like, <laughs> that was instant. No
0: offense. So, I, I do not want any text messages about what Krista said. Um, sent to me, <laughs> but so I, I'm curious, like, Ben, you got to play with Dresden a little bit in the sequester game, right? I, I just want to know, briefly. like, you, <laughs> I want to know your thoughts, and I also kind of want to know, like, what you thought about Dresden in the early game, like especially in this beginning as a contender, as somebody who's never done one of these like in person before.
2: Yeah, no, uh, Dresden was somebody, when you came, when you guys came on uh, Brian and my podcast in the preseason to talk about this season and we went over the cast, uh, Dresden was one of the people that I pointed out that I was very excited to watch play just because uh, I think that he would bring like a different energy uh, because of, like, the limited interaction we had in the sequester, uh, and from, like, watching that game, uh, he was just super funny and fun, so I, I thought that he would have, like, a very uh, strong social game, and, yeah, I, I love Dresden like everybody else uh, watching the show. Uh, he was, like, the probably the best underdog story you could want from, like, a pre-merge, and I think he was, like, one of, if not, like, the big stars of the pre-merge uh, in yeah. terms of, like, the storyline, uh, and it's very sad that he, like, missed the merge by one vote, and it's very... Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, very.
1: uh, It's like, yeah, definitely our all-star contender, though.
0: Okay. <laughs> that, that
1: does hurt me so much that yeah. he was so close to the merge. It's like because yeah. Naomi actually brought up that twist idea about you know going back to the three tribes and Ooh, we're I'm so gonna smart. do the we're gonna do the double tribal, and I think you know Jordan mm-hmm. kind of was like also agreeing with that, and I was like, okay, this is really gonna screw somebody over. But I think it's going to be extremely dramatic because Mm -hmm. we're going to have two people be elected as the leaders and have them choose two people to take off their tribe, throw them off and form a new tribe. And then two of the tribes are going to go to tribal council together to vote one person out. So it's very complicated, Mm -hmm. um, but very interesting. And I never thought in a million years that a fan favorite like Dresden (laughs) would be the victim of all this. Well,
2: here's the thing. I think that the twist actually... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was like, yes, surprise twist. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think the twist actually almost saved Dresden because I think if you didn't do the twist, I think Dresden would 100% have been gone
0: uh, because
2: I think that team still probably would have won immunity before the swap, and at that point, it was like 4v2. Uh, With the the twist, it kind of gave you uh, like a lease of life, and if Alejandro hadn't
3: found that (laughs) last-minute idol, you guys would have won the vote. Because we had Emily's vote still, yep. and then me and Emily were able to convince Sarah and um, Yep, and Jack to vote with us. And I'm grateful that they even did because mm-hmm. the look on our faces. Like now that I'm like watch, like rewatching everything, the look on their faces while everyone was whispering, like playing the whisper game or whatever you want to call it. Like they looked so unsure, and like mm-hmm. I just were going through that and just thinking like. I would go like, I hope these people go to rocks for me. And the fact that they even like voted for me and Emily played her vote still to try to save me at least, like it meant a lot.
0: Yeah, and I think this is like a great example of um, an opportunity to make allies. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Jack and Sarah saw it as. And and Sarah and Emily do know each other from uh, Survivor Buffalo season one and I think that they were both bringing in sort of Jack and you and said like, this is a good four, let's work with this four. And it, it didn't even register to me how much of this tribal council was just the pink tribe looking at each other and be like, are you going to vote with us or are we going to vote with you? Wow. And, and it is really, I think the core of this. And now Alex says that Dresden would have been fine if they didn't reel it to the other tribe who they're voting for. And while this is correct, I want to bring up later some of the strategy about this and why I understand why this all kind of goes wrong. Um, but look, if if Alejandro didn't find that idol, if Billy or TJ had taken the leap like one tribal council before, it wouldn't have been there and they would have had the votes, it didn't matter. So no. let's, Dresden, talk about the early game, first of all, because you uh, find this idol right off the bat. It's one of my favorite scenes where you just walk over, like, pluck it and run away and I love it so much. Talk to me about finding this idol and like what was going through your head uh, in in, five minutes.
3: When we got put into our initial tribes, I just remember looking at everybody that was on my tribe and thinking, "Oh shit!" I didn't really talk to anybody like the night before. Like I was like, I think the night before I really only like bonded with Sarah mostly. -hmm. I was like a little shy. I was like, not, I was like outside of my comfort zone.
0: Yeah.
3: A lot of these people like are from this area. And here's me driving 10 hours from North Carolina, Place, Survivor with New York. So I didn't know what the thing. And I was still like, I was still processing everything. So Mm -hmm. we get my original tribes. And I'm just thinking, like, I haven't really vibed with any of these people. And I don't really have a first impression on them yet. So. I want to find an idol, and then so whenever Emily finds the first idol, that kind of like lit the fire under my ass. To like, I was like, and you could probably see my facial expression when she finds idol of the rights. I was just like, oh shit! Like I like I could be in trouble because I know I wasn't vibing with a lot of people, and and um, I just was still in my shell. But whenever we found the clue to another idol. I, even though Liska read it, I knew it was something that I still wanted for myself. And so I took the initiative to be in front of everyone when we were on our way to the site of where we thought the idol was. And I was just thinking, as soon as I see this shit, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, I'm going to grab it and I'm not going to feel sorry. Like I was like unapologetic about the whole situation and that's exactly what i did i saw it under the table i slipped under there didn't say anything just grabbed it put it in my pocket and then at the end was like i got it because it was my idol
0: well i i want to know ben uh watching this whole season kind of like play out like would you have done what dresden did and go for that idol like right off the bat or would you because I think, like, Sam and, like, TJ and Billy kind of stay back and don't really go for it. And pa- Paddock, which is hilarious, has one idol is like, might as well go get a second, like, walks <laughs> over there. What do you think you would have done in that moment?
2: Um, It's tricky at the very start of the game. Uh, I think, like, maybe a few rounds in, if you're, like, feeling in good position, maybe I would be more bold to do that. But I don't know. I, I'm definitely – uh, and we talked about it at the start of the season i I'm definitely the kind of player who plays like as safe as possible for at least yeah. the first few rounds to get my feet under me um but I mean, you know I'd rather be idol in my pocket than somebody else's, I guess, but you know
0: that's fair that's fair yeah. and and Dresden, you guys lose the first challenge uh and and there's. <laughs> Billy says I was peeing to be honest. All right, Billy, thanks. Um, but Dresden, when you lost this first challenge, um, and, and what I think is interesting in the edit and talking to everybody is nobody wants to vote you out this round because you have the idol, but they're talking about voting you out next round and making you feel safe enough where if they needed to go to tribal council again, they would vote for you and make sure you didn't play your idol. How does that feel thinking about it? Like, you survived one vote, but maybe they would have lost again. I want to know what your perspective is on if the Orange Tribe ever went to Tribal Council again in the early, early game.
3: Well, I will say, like, playing the game, being inside the game, like, of course no one's going to say that to me. And I was yeah. just, if we were to go to Tribal Council again, we might just vote for a Liska and just, like, and just keep the tribe strong. But now watching it and see how like every single person had the idea of wanting me to be gone sooner than later. I'm just like, damn, Al guaquin, Guacan, or y'all, are, y'all. Are <laughs> but um, it's totally understandable, like why they would feel that way because I wasn't communicating like I should have. I wasn't. I wasn't putting all my cards on the table and. I was a little bit more. I was probably the most reserved on our tribe.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah,
3: I think so. I can see how other people can perceive that to be like very scary, and I could be seen as a wild card, just being but, as, reserved as know, I was.
1: I think that it goes to show something. The most like people who play LRGs are people that are maybe very shy, very intimidated people, and they really do want to branch out. Like I would consider myself that. And I know a lot of other people in LRGs, maybe even some of the hosts also, um, you know, want to break out of their shells and they use LRGs as a tool to do that. And I think you are sort of an example for that. And you did that. And, you know, it sort of affects your strategy going into the (sighs) game for the first time. And I think going forward in the future, if you ever were to play an LRG, you would not go through that experience the same because now, you know, the steps you need to take to avoid, those situations, so I think it, it's very interesting because it plays into the politics of like how introverted people play LRGs, and you know, you have introverted parts to you, but there—I mean, I see you on Instagram. You're 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 very extroverted too. You're very wild and bubbly as well. So it's like it's there are weird. sides of you that open up. I mean,
3: overall, I'm a wild card, just because there's certain things like I have a comfort zone. We all do. Yeah, and. There's some things that break me out of it, but sometimes I have different, like I might have like a different response to. I might not respond to it well. And I will say at the beginning of the game, I was a little bit more to my shell and I was a little bit more in my shell and my responses to things probably weren't the best. And that's what made me a target early on. But I think as the game went on, I was slowly breaking out of that shell. And in the event that I would have made it to merge, I really think that would have officially came out of the shell and did some damage.
0: Well, I I also think like it's uh, you, I I did something similar where I played a game where I was like, I definitely won't know anybody there. It will be a real leap of faith. And uh, you kind of sit there and you're like, I feel like an outsider because of all these things that other people share in common that I don't. And it takes that period of like getting over it to uh, feel like you actually belong. And if you get voted out too early, you feel like you never belonged in the first place. But if you can take your time and work your way in, I think unfortunately, like what ended up happening for you is because we swapped in this moment where you lost everybody that uh, you were working with, or like you lost Liska and then Paddock was there, but you and Paddock were sort of okay, but you were under fire this whole time you didn't really get the ability to create the bonds that I think would have happened in the merge when people would have gotten to like know you better. Um, and you just kind of were unfortunately making enemies because you were just not getting voted out. Like it's not your fault, you were trying to survive. And like, you just kept making enemies accidentally. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> I I, I love that. Um, so let's talk about this, this swap moment because Dresden, oh, first of all, I love the, Chris, when you edited Dresden's highlight reel, it was so funny because it's so good. You're like all these different like highs and lows. But the throwing of the uh, the thing when you win the round in the last episode is one of my favorite moments in a challenge. Because there's like
3: I was like I was like over everything at that point. And so me throwing the thing kind of came from like frustration of just like everything that I've had to put up with Mm -hmm. to that point. And so I was just like, if I like, we were already. I think we were already behind too because we were three. They were three. Yeah,
0: we were gonna. If, if you guys didn't, I think you maybe start off the winning points. But like, if you didn't win, it would you would have been gone. Yeah. Like, it, and so
3: down. like, whenever I beat Jack, I was just like, fuck yeah, like, like <laughs> hey, gonna check me? Like, that's what yeah. I was thinking. About.
0: <laughs> um. So so Ben, I want to know what you think about this swap, and I think the decisions that Billy and Kyle are forced to make, because we really tricked them with this. We were like, let's just make it sound like they're picking a tribe leader for a challenge, but really we're going to split the tribes up this way. Uh, mm-hmm. What we really wanted to do was force them to make a public choice and really draw lines in the sand, uh, which i am they're still mad at me to this day about. But Ben, how do you <laughs> feel about the decisions that Billy and Kyle eventually make?
2: Yeah, I, I think... Uh... I think both of the decisions are probably the ones that I expected in hindsight. Cause when I was watching it, I didn't really understand how it was working until it was already happening. So I didn't really have a chance to like pre-think of like, oh, this is what I expect them to do. But uh, when I when they started picking and I kind of realized what was going on, I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This is who I would expect uh, them to have picked um, just because for basically the reasons that were said that uh, on the original uh or the orange tribe i believe
0: yeah
2: uh, was that the orange tribe is the one with uh where it was uh, they, they had
0: just lost um yes yeah. yeah
2: so that makes sense that you there's three pairs on each tribe basically so you're basically choosing the pair that you're considering like the weakest or the one that you're like the, the least socially integrated with
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh and so for uh For Bennett, or was it Bennett, or was it Billy?
0: Billy. It was
2: Billy. Billy. Okay, so Billy, it kind of makes sense. He's going to obviously keep TJ. So he's basically choosing, do I get rid of Kai and Bennett, or do I get rid of Sarah and Jack? And they just lost the challenge. It makes sense for, I think, him to keep Bennett, because Bennett's, like, clearly the best uh, challenge performer on that tribe. And then from the other tribe, I think it makes sense for Kyle to uh, win – At that point, it was pretty abundantly clear to everybody that uh, it was 4v2 when the two were, unfortunately, Paddock and Dresden, that they would be the ones to be kind of kicked off the tribe, so.
0: Yeah, Uh, I think that something that I brought up, I think a little bit to Sarah when I saw her this weekend as well, but I'm curious what maybe your thoughts on this Dresden were, is that like, if I was Kyle, I would think for a second about sending Davey or Alejandro over when you see that that Jack is there, because in your brain you're like, well, that's a pink, you know, player. They they haven't said anything bad about them, so they must feasibly get along with them. Maybe I put a pink person on that tribe and keep paddock here to repair my bonds with paddock, uh, potentially give Sarah and Jack three on one. It's like, you know, if it was one tribe losing. So I, this was my thought of like maybe Alejandro or Davey should have gone to this tribe of four rather than Paddock. Um, I don't know if anybody disagrees with me on that or not, but I, I'm thinking that that maybe could have been an out for Kyle.
1: Well, um, somebody, somebody commented on the YouTube, I think it was Kristen. She had said, why would they make that difficult decision? Because we hadn't had announced that two tribes are going to tribal council yet. So it could have been three tribes, one tribe of four mm-hmm. goes to tribal council. And if Billy or Kyle's tribe lose it's now two versus two on both tribes Mm -hmm. and it would have went to deadlock tie and there would have been either you know rocks or challenge so it does bring up that interesting point about that but I I'm assuming Billy and Kyle foresaw that it was going to be a double tribal um but if it wasn't one of them would have been screwed for sure I think
0: yeah I think that, that that that's where I'm kind of coming from. Um, and Jax says, I would have gone so hard for a new pink Final Four. <laughs> and and this is, I think, the interesting uh, thing that comes out of this uh, game and out of this moment in the game, I should say, is like this, uh, this new pink, I think, is the underdog tribe. You guys even say it yourself. Um, and, and Dresden, how did you feel when you got put on this new tribe?
3: At first, I was a little angry to be like put on the truck by Kyle, because I don't think it was like shown, well, maybe it was shown a little bit, but whenever, after like the Emily side, yes. me, like Kyle was like always like in my, and I think I made a confession about it. He was like really like in my face about like wanting to work together, even being aware that we had voted for each other. And I just thought it was like complete bullshit. And him picking,
0: yeah,
3: facing me and Paddock on the new tribe, it was basically the confirmation that I needed to know that he was on some bullshit.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Alex Alex says it right here. I love dresses confessionals calling out how fake Kyle was after a tribal council. And it's interesting. I think that Kyle was trying to like get ahead of the ball because he's basically trying to say, like, "Look, I'm sorry, we're being manipulated," but then is also kind of like, "But I will keep voting for you."
3: Yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. Like, of course, like when you vote for somebody and they don't go home, of course you want to cover your ass. So, like, I get where like mm-hmm. I was coming from, but the fact that he just like did it, did it every freaking time. So, like, <laughs> it's after a while, it's just like we get it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. Yeah, Kyle says me interesting SNY arrivals. (laughs) This is part of this challenge.
3: (laughs) Gotta
2: do it now. I have to do it. Well, with that in mind, I think it's that's an interesting way to to talk about like how do you handle uh, Mm -hmm. like the aftermath of voting for somebody and then playing an idol and like staying right, and it's like do you own it and say yeah I voted for you I want you to leave and kind of just like hope that the honesty gives you some respect, or do you do the like, oh, my hand was forced, I didn't actually want to, and like kind of come off as like semi-fake. Like, I think I think, just being upfront and like, I think that's probably a way to, that most people would at least uh, find, you know, more respectful and more uh, like willing to actually, you know, maybe hear you out and be like, okay, now we can move forward from this, now you're, you're coming at me as an equal now, right? You're yeah, not so, trying to bullshit me.
0: Uh, yeah, that I so that I have a question for you, Dresden, on that same note. If Kyle hadn't come up to you and hadn't said like, oh, you know, after the Liska vote, oh, Pink was really like trying to get me to vote with them, would you have voted for Emily or would you have maybe thought about voting for Kyle? Like, does Kyle's apology tour affect the way that you essentially blindside Emily later, the next vote?
3: I honestly think we would have voted for Emily anyway. Because while I wasn't being, while I wasn't being as social as I needed to be, I was still. My eyes were still moving and looking at things, even during my confessionals. I was just like, "Oh
0: yeah, you're always (laughs) like,"
3: because I just wanted to be in the loop. And every like, I noticed that Emily would get to talk to every single person, and then. I would know that like whenever someone would go home, like whenever Liska went home, I just automatically knew like, Emily probably had something to do with that. And she was one of the three votes that voted for Liska to go home. And I, and she was like very vocal about like how well she did in Survivor Brooklyn South. And it was just all these different signs that were like being thrown at me to like tell me, hey, she's a threat. like. Kyle, he, Kyle's a threat too, but Kyle is kind of like, I'm on to like Kyle's bullshit and I feel like others would be as well. But while I'm to Emily's bullshit as well, I don't think anybody else is paying attention to her. So that's kind of why she was like on top of the, like she was on a higher level on my pedestal to go home than Kyle was.
0: Yeah. Uh, ben, do you think Dresden and Emily made that, that the best call there in that moment um, to vote for Emily?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think like um, I think that you could even tell from that pink trio with a lot of the confessionals that, for instance, that Alejandro had where he was talking about how, oh, Emily is my shield. Like, I think everybody kind of saw Emily as the like kind of ringleader for that group. Uh, and you know, the best chance you can have to really, uh, like maybe flip something around for the next vote, I think, is to take somebody like Emily out that way that you can kind of get your voice out there a little bit better and you don't yeah. have her voice kind of, you know, being the, the one that's, that everyone's just going to.
0: So I want to talk about the challenge that we had here. Um, so Chris and, and Joe, I know amazing job with these blocks. Like, these, these motherfuckers were heavy, and they hurt to carry, like, and we, you can see, it. okay, so this is, this was my dream for this challenge that didn't happen because it was so late at night. But what I wanted was for every single blindfolded person to, like, have to run out and grab a block and then come back blindfolded. And then, like, create, like, a chain of people of, like, blindfolded, blind leading to blind. And then you had to get back to the start. And then you could all take off your blindfolds and complete the puzzle. But because it was so dark, we couldn't do any movement. And so, like, it had Mm. to just be like, all right, you guys are blindfolded. And I did... I, I don't think this is on camera. I went up to every single person and went like this and like went in their face to like see if they would react to me. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And, you like and, did like
1: a punch <laughs> and so a few people's face. And, so,
0: and nobody, <laughs> nobody reacted. So I knew that everybody couldn't see anything.
1: <laughs> well, the thing originally, it was supposed to be at the beach. You know, it was supposed to be on the beach or in the grass field. And like you said, blindfolded. It was going to be a lot more exciting and more dramatic. But because we lost daylight, we had no other choice but to do it in the backyard. And then we were like, okay, how can we make this work in this small backyard? And I will say that it's not like the best challenge, but like the concept of using the insanity cube from the show, I thought was more of the exciting point and to have them blindfolded, it just, it just kind of added like a different element, especially with the Pink Tribe, because they were all new to each other competing together. So I thought that was sort of another interesting point. Um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but I think the best part of that challenge was Jack trying to lead the new Pink Tribe. And he's like laughing. He's having a good time. He's like chatting about something. And then Sarah's like moving her hands around like, come on, let's keep it moving. And then Paddock is like, oh, did I hit you? And Jack is like, no, you just like kind of turned it funny. And I'm just thinking if I was any of them, like in my head, I'm like, what the hell is up with Jack here? Like, why did you guys choose Jack as the... Sarah and oh, I watched did. this
0: episode together, and we were both losing our shit over Jack. I love Jack so much, but, g- girl, some pep in your step. Let's go. <laughs> Dresden, how did I feel being blindfolded in this moment? Just, uh, Jack was so polite, he kept being like, move it this way. Thank you.
1: <laughs> he did.
0: Um, well, Dresden, how did you feel in this challenge being blindfolded?
3: Um, well... I would say I felt vulnerable, but it wasn't anything I wasn't already used to in the game. So <laughs> just dealt with it, and I knew we were gonna lose. Like as soon as like, Jack stopped, like maybe like after a couple directions from Jack, and I love you to death, Jack. But if you're watching this, but after a couple moves, I was just thinking, I don't think Jack knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, "Oh, we're gonna lose, man!" And we ended up.
0: So, so I think this is an interesting challenge because it actually has the sort of hack ability that, like, some challenges in Survivor do, where you see that what Bennett would do is he would like touch the player because you weren't the only thing you weren't allowed to do as the person who could see was touch the block, but you could touch your players, so you could move somebody the way that you see, I think Bennett and, and Alejandro do it a little bit and like physically just move their body to get them out of the way. So they're almost just like peace holders. And that's what Bennett I think really does well in this challenge and that's why he wins it. Um, And Jack was just so polite at just being like, okay, did you flip it like counterclockwise? Who the fuck knows what counterclockwise is, let alone when you can see, let alone blindfolded. Like, I love him so much. And I was like, oh my God, this is brutal to watch. Because I was really rooting for you guys. Because I knew that it would be a double tribal. And I was like, who the fuck are the eight of them going to vote out? That would be really exciting. And then you guys are losing. I'm like, well, all right, this is going to be bad for someone. (laughs) No, seriously. Um, um, <laughs> also, Chris, those chal- those colors you chose were so hard to tell apart.
2: Okay. No, I'm, so- not, okay. I'm not the only one that
1: thought okay, that. Okay, I understand that. I do understand that. Um at the time, you know, we were getting a lot of paint. It was very expensive. And Walmart had like a really good sale in some colors. So I just picked those. But I will tell you that I just three days ago painted all of them so they are now like solid very distinct colors so it's a lot easier um well i guess you know a challenge that's gonna be in season five now but who really cares there
0: well we changed the colors so it's not like they can copy it like good luck um so dresden did you see this twist coming of like two tribes were going to go to tribal council because you know we announced that only one tribe is going to be immune and This was definitely based on season 38 and the sort of what sends Big Wendy home um, in in Survivor 38. So did you see this coming at all as like this? I know that this was probably what's going to happen.
3: Like whenever we, so whenever. that,
0: that, Yeah, that like one tribe was going to win, but then, then two tribes would go to tribal council together and vote just one person out.
3: See, it. well, yeah, I pre- I was pretty sure that one of us, like one person from the eight of us that lost would be going, would be getting eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just hoping it wouldn't be me, but, and it was, I think, because my mind was so frazzled, and I think after we lost, like, I really just wanted to make sure that Jack and Sarah would, like, vote with me and Emily, and I'm glad that they did. I will say, I don't think it was Sean, but initially I did want to vote out Andrea and I did pitch that. But but because Sarah and Emily specifically were concerned about all the girls that were getting eliminated, we changed it to, um, we changed it to, Tile, yeah. Tile. okay that just yeah, brings yeah. up my
1: favorite moment of the entire episode you guys discuss all the girls being voted out and you say i am basically one of the girls if i would have curled my hair coming out here and i watch that back and i laugh every single time i hear you say that it's the funniest thing in the world <laughs>
0: Oh man! Well, I think like that just shows like how you would talk about you connected with Sarah early in the day, but like that underdog tribe is really, is really the underdogs and you guys get along so well. Um, I'm curious if Paddock is watching this, if, because Paddock says, I won't flip on you guys, I won't go to rocks. And obviously Paddock has the extra rope, but I'm wondering if Paddock would have flipped, uh, had she not had this sort of extra vote, but Dresden, from your perspective, I, I want to know like how you felt, um, because I, I feel like what everyone's doing is basically reassuring you, we're not going to vote for you, because you know, and I think rightfully so, that they're definitely on the other tribe going to target you and try and vote you out. Mm-hmm. How did it feel?
3: I mean, it, <laughs> it, was, it was very stressful having to like go through that, like, tribal council. And thing is like Jack and Sarah, even though I was like a little worried about them, they were kind of the least of my worries because that the other tribe still consisted of people that had voted for me before. And yeah. so I knew it would be easy for them to just throw my name and try to get me out again, knowing that I didn't have an idol. And um, that whole situation was stressful. I try to remain hopeful. And if, and I would have, I would have made it through that if Alejandro didn't have an idol, <laughs> because Sarah and Jake were did um, follow their word and vote with me. Anyway. Yeah, being told not to by Davy and Alejandro and everybody else. I was, I was probably convinced them not to do so.
0: Well, uh, and something I want to know from you, Ben. So, so Paddock says I wouldn't have flipped. I was itching for rocks, but. What Emily does in this episode is Emily doesn't tell, so Emily has the vote doubler. Uh She doesn't tell Sarah until at tribal council and I'm watching this with Sarah and Sarah goes like, I think that's the moment that Emily tells me. And it's like, there's like two minutes left until they go to vote, right? Like it's like (laughs) no time at all. Um, So Emily doesn't tell anybody that she does have this extra vote. And Uh she only tells Sarah at the last possible second. what would you have done if you had this extra vote? Like would you have done what Emily did or do you think that maybe there's a strategy to reassuring your foursome that you're voting with them and that they have the advantage?
3: Now looking back at it, I would have probably now looking back at it, I probably would have, I would have told Sarah and Jack not to say anything to the other tribe or at least try to tell them, Hey, we're voting for Andrea and then I was still would have used the vote doubler against Kyle yeah. just to, just to have that, just to have that like that locked in vote against Kyle. Yeah. And um, and I think what ultimately like led to me being eliminated was Sarah did. I think Sarah did tell Davy and um, well did tell Davy that we were voting for Kyle.
0: Yeah.
3: And, Alejandro knew who to use his idol on.
0: Yeah. Ben, how do you feel about the extra vote in this situation?
3: Uh, well, I think what Emily
2: probably was thinking was she wanted to wait as long as possible to make the decision on whether she was playing it or not. Yeah. I think she probably told Sarah the second she decided she was going to play it. And I don't really think it matters. Right. Cause you have to wait for the revote to vote to rocks anyways um, so like it doesn't really like whether or not you know that like your side has has the votes because of the twist or because of yeah. the advantage like you're still gonna vote with them at least for the first vote right uh, sure. presumably so um, but yeah I I do think and this is like Alex brought up earlier in the chat yeah. uh, there's like very little reason to tell the other tribe who the real target is if you're uh like trying to flip somebody um and because like you you, you could just tell them a fake name and if they do flip you still win the vote with like a four three one which is just yeah. as good as a five three five yeah, yeah five three um so yeah definitely like, if there was like a mistake that was made, like, that's that's probably it, but like, that's a very difficult, like, thing to think of in the moment. I think of uh, to make like, that
3: call. Travel councils are just a mess, regardless. Yep. Of I, in yeah. I wonder,
1: you know, do you think that Sarah was trying to like say, Hey, Alejandro and Davey, like, maybe you guys should flip and vote for Kyle? Like, Kyle and Andre are the only two blue here. Mm -hmm. maybe Sarah was thinking like how old Pink was trying to get rid of Blue so that's maybe my thought process is like maybe she felt like she had enough pull with them to say hey Mm -hmm. us four voting for Kyle you guys could just jump on board Kyle's gone and then like I don't know I feel like in Alejandro's spot he found the idol it's like he could just let Kyle go home in this moment and keep an idol or Mm -hmm. he could gain like a really strong ally but he still has Jack and Sarah. So I feel like there's just so many different ways that mm-hmm. this could have been situated or thought of. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you guys think.
0: Well, so I, I talked to Sarah, of course, a little bit this weekend, and something interesting she had said to me was that she she did tell them the plan, yes, and I think it's because uh, you see in this episode, which I love, I love watching the, the, the blue tribe talk about, like, what is going to happen, and Davey and Alejandro, like, there's no reason Sarah doesn't want to work with us but in reality, Sarah knows that Davey, Alejandro and, and Emily were a threesome and she and Jack were on the outs of that. So Sarah is struggling with this idea of like, how do I get these people to want to work with me, even though I know that I'm not important as important to them. And totally. I think Sarah had to grapple with a lot in this vote. Um, but what, what I have to say is like, as much as Dresden, you were somebody that Sarah liked and wanted to work with. I do think to an extent you going home is the least impactful on Sarah's game out of you know Jack, Sarah, and, and Paddock. Sarah losing you is the person who sort of is hurt the least by this. So it's this weird moment where it's like, yes, we all care about who goes home very much and who we vote for and all this stuff. But also I think to an extent Sarah, which also means like maybe Sarah should have just voted for you instead of like try to get them to vote for Kyle. I don't know. It was very messy and in their defense as well, two idols had just been played and I don't think anybody else had thought about the third idol unless they had the clue. So I don't think anybody else was thinking about the Mm -hmm. idea that another idol might be out there, especially considering the pink tribe found the clue and didn't find an idol. I think it it, it is a big factor um, as well. Kyle saying Alejandro was my hero. Um, but, yeah, lie and say you're voting for Andrea. Like, that's the easy solution. <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like, they, they, you'd lose nothing. Like, from Sarah's position, you lose nothing by just saying that you're voting for Andrea instead. If they vote with you, then you, you win. And if they if they don't, then they play the idol wrong. So, you win both ways.
0: Yeah, that would have been fun if they played the idol wrong. What a messy and, and You <laughs> would have laughed your ass off if they play the idol wrong. I feel like that would have been such a great, we would have gotten, like, a great Dresden moment if that mm-hmm. happened. I'm
1: curious, like if the the vote doubler didn't happen and the idol didn't happen, if it went four four, mm-hmm. and it it would somebody have flipped?
0: Yeah. I so if like you were inc- at this tribal council no. and uh, Emily said she wouldn't have flipped, Kyle, Alejandro, like Davy, well, Kyle doesn't matter. You're not voting. Uh, let us know if you would have flipped, Jack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because my theory is that Alejandro, Davy, or Andrew would have flipped. That's my thought in that situation. But I could be wrong.
0: Dresden, did did Paddock ever tell you that there was going to be an extra vote? Did she ever let you know before the votes were read? No. Oh my gosh.
3: Uh, No, she didn't. But but I think because like as you see from the beginning, I think it was taking a while for Paddock to warm up to me like was probably one of the first people in this game that I did talk to. And I feel like me and her, like the stars aligned for us to have some type of relationship because we both found idols very early in the game. And so um, with that, I just assumed because we found idols, um, we would work together. And I think she was still she had her own agenda. But as the game goes on, I think people see that paddock is slowly starting to trust me a little bit more. Yep. Into, and then and I think that, and I stand by like this statement. Like if she didn't have, if she wouldn't have like trusted me as much as it probably like didn't look that way. She wouldn't have used her um her vote doubler. Yeah. And I think she used that in it, of course, like she probably wanted Kyle to go home, but now that we know that like the merge is going to be like the next round due to like the preview or whatever, I'm someone that could have benefited her in the merge.
0: Definitely. Especially so. considering that Kyle voted for Paddock because in the split vote, I'm saying yeah. Kyle voted for Paddock. So Kyle sort of threw the first stone in a way. Um, so Ben, I- I'm curious, like I and actually am curious about your opinion on this as well, Dresden. Should Alejandro have played the idol for Kyle, is it better to lose Kyle and have Dresden stay in the game than it is to potentially keep Kyle around and lose an idol?
3: Uh the thing is, if I was in Alejandro's situation, I would have kept the idol to myself just <laughs> because like we were all like under the assumption that we were probably gonna be entering merch soon and who's to say that Kyle won't go with other people that he started this game with or who's to say that anybody that Alejandro might have considered using the idol on that they won't flip so the thing is and I'm I guess it's just because I played idol on myself I would have kept that for my I would have kept the idol for myself because at the end of the day like only one person can win the game and safety is one of the biggest factors that Um, play into Survivor, and if someone else is safe, that means that you're not safe. Yeah, great point. Yeah, Ben, how
0: do you feel?
2: Yeah, I would go the other way. I think he made the right choice. Well, I mean, we'll see. Um, but uh, I think that with uh, yeah, we'll find out next week, Alex. (laughs) That's right. Um, uh, I think that like having that kind of block of four headed into a merge is probably slightly more valuable than an idol. Um you're know, already kind of creating this 4-4 four, four split with this group anyways, so you're already kind of putting it on the table that you're not going to be able to work with, like, for instance, Sarah and Jack going forward. So I think that your best chance at, like, getting a majority in the merge is having that group of four plus maybe bringing in like Kai and Bennett, for instance, uh, as, like, a five mm-hmm. and a six, and having Kyle there uh, to facilitate that, I think, is probably the Alejandro and Davy pair's best chance of being able to have a majority at the merge vote. But we'll see. Maybe maybe having the idol would have been better. We'll, we'll find out.
0: Yes. And, and um, Emily says, didn't people think Andrea voted against Kyle here? Chris, do you want to talk about this a little bit?
1: First of all, it, it yes, that is true. But I'm like, so confused why everybody would think Andrea would be the first one to flip on Kyle and not like Davey. I mean, obviously, Alejandro plays an idol on Kyle. So it's like, why would Alejandro be the one? So it, it really boils down to Andrea versus Davey. So I don't know. I, 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 this is going to be a very chaotic um, episode in regards to that moment. Because, yeah, everyone, everybody talks about it throughout the night and throughout the morning. About how Andrea is an actress and how she's lying to everybody. And how she flipped on her number one ally in the game. And you even see in the preview, like, they confront each other about it. And it it does have a lasting effect in the game. Whether they're the next two out or not, it, it is talked about. Um, and it's, it's another, like, crazy chaotic moment that we're known for.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's also something that, like, you never really get from, like, real Survivor. Because... I feel like sometimes with, like, extra votes, most, and I see this all the time in Real Star, people just, like, willingly own up to, like, whatever they did at Tribal Council, and, like, uh, Paddock, I think it's, it's gonna be interesting to see if Paddock ever owns up to using the vote doubler, but, like, once, like, it's just so funny to me that they're like, oh, of course Andrea flipped on her closest ally to send him home, That makes complete sense to me. And like in a real game, maybe you'd have more time to think about it or you could press a little harder or think more about Mm -hmm. maybe there's an advantage because I also think what's really interesting here, right? Is that we saw it in the episode before where people thought that Paddock got the idol from exile. So it's this weird thing where the idol almost covers up the extra vote because nobody Mm -hmm. can conceive that Paddock found the idol separately, and then got also another advantage at Exile. I love it. I love the sort of chain of butterfly effect events that this all results in. Um, and we'll see it play out on the merge. Um, but going back, Dresden, I want to talk about, like, did you have, like, any memory you wanted to talk about or, like, moments in this game? Because, uh, first of all, I think we haven't talked about it, but, like, the the absolute, like, stone-cold, like, heart the, you had to hold on to your idol when Liska goes. I thought it was really impressive, and mm-hmm. then to be ready to play at the next round. So talk to me about the idol and holding on to it after the swap because I was really impressed by the way you played. It was
3: swap. it was nerve wracking, and I had a lot going on. And I was so bipolar during that round because I remember at the beginning of the round I was thinking, "Oh, Liska's here!" Like I kind of like I was thinking like. It, even if Liska does go like um it wouldn't be too bad for my game because she knows I have the idol and she's the only one but whenever after we lost the challenge and to see her like see her like really like wanting to vote for Kyle and work with me like I saw a whole other Liska and so that's what made me change my mind about her so in the event that she was voted out it like made me upset. And um I think there was another thing I was gonna say. I think um I had forgot. I'll bring it up if I if it comes to my mind again, but there was yeah. something I was gonna say about that moment.
0: Well, I-, I find it so interesting and I'm dying to know what you thought of this all, Ben. But that Liska basically lies to protect Oh you. yeah, You're- that's
3: what I was gonna bring up. So yeah, so oh yeah, I remember that too. So we were like when we were like having our swap meal or whatever, she start. She proceeded to tell them about how Sam found the idol, and I'm just thinking. Y'all probably see the look on my face too. I'm just thinking. Ugh, oh yeah, like,
0: you're, you're just like clutching like, your Ugh. water bottle like
3: this. I like, was <sighs> just, just like, oh, I, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <And> <laughs> just just, just nine, and I think, and I do. To the, I think I had expressed this to her, but, like, I do appreciate her for, like, kind of taking the fall for that. She didn't know it at the time, but I think yep. that kind of, like, led her getting a, the majority of the votes steering her vote off instead of me, because she was the one that kind of started the story about Sam. Yes. Right.
0: Uh, so Ben, what did you think of like Dresden's <laughs> ability to hold on to this idol and 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 then basically and not advantage Gaten, but vote out you know Emily F with with the result?
2: Well, I mean, I think that like that move is definitely like the highlight of the pre-merge, in my opinion. Uh, like that moment is like is like it, it's it's so funny because throughout the episode, you can kind of see it coming, right? Where it like becomes more and more apparent that uh, the other five are just going to split the votes between Dresden and Paddock. And you as the audience know they both have idols. And there is like this undercurrent throughout the episode of like, oh, you know, uh, Emily F is like this huge threat. you know, uh, Alejandro mentions she's a shield. And like, you can kind of see, oh my God, this is like very telegraphed downfall edit, kind of. And then you get to the the uh, the tribal council, and they both play their idols, and you see
3: everybody's faces when both mm. idols are played, and it's just such a huge moment.
2: And yeah, I do it have sucks.
3: a little story about that, and I think this swap is what ultimately led to like my downfall too, because while while Emily is more social and like more of an extrovert. I am more like in my shell and I keep to myself. And I think that's what made people want to like work with her a little bit more. And what probably led to like the next swap tribe that consisted of Andrea, Kyle, Davey and Alejandro. That's what caused them to pick me to be get votes instead of her because she like did a really good job at just like being more like active towards them. But I just remember, like, I don't think it got shown, or I don't even remember if the camera was on us. But I remember, and I think Davy had mentioned something about it during that episode. But like, after we like lose the challenge and we are ready to like talk about like boats, Emily has to go to the bathroom, and I'm just thinking, like, I'm not talking to nobody until I talk to Emily. And so Davy comes up to me, and I'm just like.
0: I, was, like,
3: the episode. <laughs> I, I can't talk to anybody until I talk to Emily, and I think that's what wrong, wrong. That way. was one of and the Davey, funniest, like Davey, awkward moments. If you're moments. watching this, I do apologize for that. But like, I was so but hurt about like listening to me and looking. At, I was like, I'm not talking to anybody but Emily. I thought <laughs> funny. Oh, Davies
1: like who? Oh, pick somebody. Pick a name. Any name. You just would you wouldn't give him anything, and that infuriated him because. He's a very like a dominant player and he wants answers when he asks questions and you were not giving into that. And yeah. I think that that moment is what writ you off for him.
0: Yeah, for sure. which is so unfortunate. But it's also like that's that's like the hardest part about survivor games, right? Is like I vote for you, you vote for me. If we can move past this, maybe something could happen. But like so often you just can't move past the idea of somebody voting for you. And actually, it's funny because I do think Dresden that you and Dave are very similar in that way, where you're like, don't if if you want to work with me, don't vote for me, and and like you wouldn't tolerate neither of you will tolerate any bullshit. And it's just funny that you're both just like bullshitting each other, and then nobody will tolerate each other. It's so funny to me. Um, okay,
1: really quickly, can we talk about Dresden? Playing the idol and the thing that he said while he played oh. the idol—it's still the funniest thing like anyone's ever said while playing an idol. Like I, I'd, I'd love the to go home and binge watch story. Sex in the City. <laughs> I'd love to binge watch been. Sex in the City with you. We should watch the new series together, Dresden. That'd be great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. i was
3: like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but. That's also I'm, great. If I'm not wrong, the person that, wait, I forgot what I said. The but, person that is wrong is going to be sorry. Person that's, yeah, the sorry person tonight. Or, I'd rather yeah. be than sorry because the person that's going to be sorry is the person that's going to go home tonight.
0: Oh, it's like poetry. <laughs> it
3: was it's great. Funny. I mean, it was one of, it's everything you could dream for, I feel like. I the Survivor too, it, had, it had got cut out because, like, I think whenever I went to vote for Emily F., uh, I had quoted like a Nicki Minaj song. I was just <laughs> going to bring that up. I, w- I have it
1: on my okay. phone, but I don't know if I, if I play it, you'll be able to hear it. But I, I want to uh, say of this, of whole, the whole season, that was one of the best. Dresden, um, I mean, we
0: will, we will release at the end of the season an, an entire voting confessionals video. So you'll get to watch your voting confessionals back. Um, And, 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 you know, people get to see the highlight reel, but that, what is the quote?
3: the oh, oh it was a, it was something about just like Nicki minaj said these people are trying to make me have to be the bad guy
1: yes <laughs> and, i remember it was like i think it was like chun lee like that song Oh maybe. yeah, bad, bad guy chun Li. something i like think that. it had just came out like a few months before <laughs> yes. that you and you called out and I was like, oh we have a barb <laughs> here
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I had, and i had like whenever I had wrote down Emily's name, I had put like, I think I had wrote, like the F looked like a P for some reason. So I had to do it all over mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah,
1: you had to vote twice. Cause the first one, it looked like it was a P. And I was like, are you voting for Paddock or the other one? And then we were all like, oh, okay. So yeah,
0: <laughs> um, something ha- else else I want to talk do about- the Nicki
1: Minaj twice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something else I want to talk about is that in this episode, I don't know if you caught up Ben, now Alejandro looks like he's really mean and he's laughing at Dresden being voted out. But what oh actually happened is that Alejandro voted for Desmond.
2: Yeah, and I so saw Des- that. I and saw so that. Desmond
0: in this game. But Alejandro is la- it it's so awful because Alejandro's clearly just so tired and he sees that he accidentally wrote the wrong name and he just loses his shit and starts laughing. But Dresden is just sitting there like, I'm getting voted out right now. Can you not laugh? Like, it's so yeah. funny to but, look at everybody's
3: expression. I was like acting an ass whenever i like <laughs> it. because I was simply like, yes. And then I think at one point, because like a lot of people spelled my name wrong And I was just like, "My name, right?" I was, I was kind of an asshole too, in like Mm Alejandro's defense, but it was just at the end of the day, it's just all fun and games. Yeah,
0: that was so funny.
2: I think um, spell, spelling the name wrong is, like, somewhat defensible. I think saying Desmond, there's there's no, there's no defense it. for that. That's,
1: that's you know.
0: Yes. You know what?
1: I have to watch his voting professional and, like, find out, did he say Desmond or did he say Dresden? I just know. I remember Alex and I being in the voting booth, and we were like, who the fuck is Desmond? Like, Is he <laughs> seriously writing Desmond? And then we were both like, should we make him write it again or should we just, like, put it in there? And they were like, no we should put it in there because that is just, like, hilarious. No offense yeah. but it was just, like, it just shows, like, how tired and how chaotic things were. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and something else I thought that was so funny is that, like, uh, Jacqueline and Cody on Survivor cast were like, oh, do they have a list of how to spell people's names that people are looking at? It's like, no, no, because this is an egregious misspelling of Dresden's name. There will be worse ones to come. Like, there are some banners <laughs> coming up. Uh, and and so that's what always made me laugh is like oh no none of these people could spell for whatever reason this season like it's only gonna get worse from here um and i can't wait to see that Um, i think
1: i I do want to spoil like one little thing i think it's next episode but somebody starts calling paddock paddocker and i'm like where the hell does that (laughs) come from paddocker oh my god it's so funny
0: um, Dresden, I want to ask you about, because you played another game, uh, what, a, a year ago or less than a year ago, um, in Aunt Jackie Productions, right?
3: Oh, no, um, I'm playing this October, so they, a- they, re- they released the cast, like, months ahead of time, but I will be playing in Mayhem Manor this October, and oh, I'll be representing Yay. New York.
0: <laughs> awesome. There we go. I hope someone someone makes an alliance with you and is like, I saw you on this show. You're so, you're amazing. We should be. I would do it if I was like, if I had seen you play, I'd be like, all right, yeah. let's go. That's go the exciting
3: part. I think. I think going forward, Even people are going to recognize can have you. Work with me right off the bat. I will say that I'm gonna try to talk to more people this time around because I learned my lesson from the last time. <laughs>
0: Um, ben, is there anything else that we should talk about? Any strategy thoughts you have going into... I think this is a great opportunity. Ben, who do you think might go home next? What do you think might happen?
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know if I mentioned that earlier when I was talking about the Alejandro's decision or not, but I think that probably the people I would guess are in the most troubl- uh, like, trouble going into this merge are Billy and TJ would be my guess. I don't know. Like It's kind of a coin flip on my mind which of them People like kind of view as more of a threat than the other. Um, But I think, as a pair, they're probably who I would expect to get targeted next just because of the uh, like kind of orientation of where people are. I think the only way that they aren't the target is if this like new threesome of Paddock, Sarah, and Jack go over to the other tribe because you know they were just they just voted against Kyle in this foursome. Um, Then maybe. Uh, somebody like Kyle or Alejandro could be a target, but I think that in most kind of permutations I can make in my mind, sorry TJ I see TJ and uh, TJ and Billy in the chat <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that's kind of I think most of the permutations I'm like predicting in my head uh, lead to one of Billy or TJ probably getting targeted, but and you never know
1: my question, my question to you Ben is really quickly um, who do you think is the most safe for at least the, the first vote like that, like guaranteed they're in the top 10, who's the most safe?
2: Um, the, well, honestly, probably panic, cause like she's the only one who's not in a pair, right? I feel like everybody's gonna wanna break up a pair. Um, and because you can't really form like a real majority uh, that doesn't have like these pairs in it anyways, uh, I think it's very unlikely she gets targeted. Um, other than that, um, I think that, you know, basically, like, any anybody who is probably seen as, like, the, the less threatening among their pair is probably pretty safe. Um, but I don't know who that would necessarily be. I think that a lot of them are kind of equal. Um, so... Yeah.
0: Well, uh, and That's I cool. think it's interesting that you talk about pairs because I, I think in a way, Dresden, you were Paddock's pair. Mm-hmm. And they you got God, and they took you out. And it is, uh, I think, been a really interesting idea of like, is Paddock going to be? Because uh, we're going into this merge at 11, so you need an alliance of six to get things done. Mm-hmm. But I think if you really want to succeed, an alliance of seven or even eight is the way to go. And we'll see if Paddock sort of losing Dresden opens her up to opportunities or people sort of see her as expendable um but dresden that that's something i kind of wanted to know is like you know when you get voted out is paddock like the number one person you're rooting for um at at you know in that moment you know when you think about who you wanted to win after you voted out
3: when i was voted out paddock was the person that i was rooting for mm-hmm. and um Cause that was really the only person that I had like, like actually like could consider if I had to like claim somebody as like my number one, she was really like the only one. Mm-hmm. So, so because of that reason, if I had anybody to root for, it was her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's a shame because you didn't you didn't get to really play with like uh, you know a good chunk of the cast. I mean, you did get to play with like Jack and Sarah right at the end, but you know, Bennett, Kai, Matt, to an extent, you never really got to spend any time with. And like, I I feel like if this game had gone differently for you where, uh, you know, maybe orange is in a beneficial spot coming into that swap and, and, you know, pink picks you guys instead of blue, like who knows what would have happened. But I mean, we felt so blessed that you joined us for this game and we're on this cast and like, you always, I think brought a smile to Chris and I's face. and I just remember watching you get voted out and I was like, I don't want to lose Kyle. I don't want to lose Dresden. I don't want to lose anybody right now. This vote (laughs) fucking stuck. I was so like, just like, let's just put off the vote. Let's not have it happen. Final 12, everybody wins. (laughs) Uh It just was such a horrible spot. Um, But Dresden, like you played great. I'm so glad that you Mm -hmm. took the chance to like play this with us, especially like as your first time. Yeah. Anything else that we need to talk about, guys, before uh, we, we hit the hay, we go to bed? Um, every, there's still five more days until the next Survivor New York episode, but um, Ben, do you think uh, that, I, I guess I'm curious what, uh, I don't wanna say like what tribe color, but like what, like you know, out of like the, the former pink, the former blue, the former orange, who do you think has the most power going into this merge?
2: Um, I think it depends I think it depends on whether like how close Bennett and Kai feel to TJ and Billy because I think they could potentially as a pair, Bennett and Kai could have a lot of power if they like jump ship and go with this foursome, and then you'll have like this four blues originally with uh, Bennett, Kai, Kyle, and Andrea. Uh, alongside Davy and Alejandro, that's six out of 11. If they do that, I think that that's uh, a huge amount of power. And then within that six, they have four out of six as well. Um, but I don't know if that's necessarily something that they will do. Um, otherwise, I think if it sticks to this kind of uh, foursome over here, foursome over here, this like new trio in the middle could be the deciders for which of these uh, sides ends up winning the... Uh, the vote at the merge here. So I think those are probably the, the main power groups in my mind is Bennett and Kai. If they Mm -hmm. want to make a move, I think they have the power to do so. And then this new trio.
0: Yes. And then Kyle says, to you, Dresden, nothing but respect for you. You played a great game. Um, You guys were always at each other's throats, but I think it was really fun. Um, I
3: love for Kyle.
0: (laughs) And uh, that's it. I mean, Chris new episode Friday night at 8 PM. Um, I made gifts. I got back into the gift swing of things. Um, so if any, anyone is welcome to, if you think there's a moment that should be a gift, send me a DM um, and I will clip it and put it on our Giphy page. We're just at Survivor of New York on Giphy. I've made clips of Dresden. I've got people gift everywhere, left and right. So if you want something in a gift format, just let me know and I'll put it up there. Um, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you to everybody who thank listens. You. Check out if you if you've enjoyed our coverage. And you want to think about watching something else. Survivor Cast International does a great job talking about this season. They love Dresden. I'm sure they're devastated. I can't wait to hear their new episode. Anybody
3: who wants to do this, apply and take a risk like I did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Amen.
3: I would definitely do something like this again. Whether it's Survivor New York or mm-hmm. Survivor LRG. Yes. Um, I don't think this will be the last time that people see Dresden. So.
0: Good. I can't wait. Good, uh, yeah, awesome. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Have a great night.